Hello, 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 and welcome into episode number 5757 of Just Saying. My name is Jake Adnip here with Sean Dwyer. How you doing? We're here today. Uh, Sean, we got a little bit of a different kind of show. Um, Sean's going to hit me with some questions, and uh, we'll go rapid fire. But uh, either way, I wanted to ask you, Sean, how hot has it been down in Indianapolis over the last like three days? Um, heat index has touched triple digits, 110, 111, stuff like that. Have you been inside the whole weekend? Um, yes, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, we've gotten, uh, we got quite a bit of rain yesterday, um, up here in the North, but, uh, Friday, I think it was like, not even just heat index. I think the actual heat was like a hundred degrees. Uh, yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah, I know it was wild. I know that, uh, it was baseball, you know, can't like, MLB was doing so many different things over the weekend to try and make sure that fans would come to games and players would be safe. It was wild. Um, yeah, it was. But, but anyways, we're not talking about baseball today. Uh, something that we have not talked about in quite a while. NFL football. You know what that means. Fantasy, fantasy football is coming up. I'm already, uh, I've already reactivated our league. There's uh, oh, a lot still to look at. Yes, yes, I have. Uh, but, I mean... There's obviously so much that has gone on um, over the last six months since we last saw anything from the NFL. So uh, Sean's just going to hit me with some questions. I do not know what they are. Um, I do not know uh, exactly where we're going with this, but I guess we'll find out. So let's get it started, Sean. All right. I'm going to start with one of the biggest pieces of news from the NFL um, outside of player movement, and that is, Pass interference is now reviewable. Um, your thoughts on the topic? Uh, I definitely think that, you know, it can slow down the game a lot with how egregious some of the calls have been. And, I mean, this is – this is it could be a slippery slope, but this is also something I feel like everybody's kind of wanted for a while. Uh, there's, so, there's such objective calls. It's such bang-bang plays. When you try to see, you know, who's hand-fighting or if they have their head turned around, um, I know referees are trained really well, but, you know, they miss calls. And if you're talking about the NFL where pass interference is a spot foul or at the one-yard line if it's in the end zone, yeah, I think it's a decent idea to try to review them. I know it's only they only have it in place for this year. They have not signed on any longer. It's not, like, in the rule book. It's almost like a temporary addendum for this season. Uh, so it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, you know, an experiment. But I kind of like it. I think uh, – I think it'll make make some people happier. And even though the games might take a bit longer, which I don't really care about, that just means I'm watching more football. Uh, it's, it's, I feel like it's going to make a good impact on the game. I disagree 100%. I think that this is just going to complicate things a whole lot more than it has to be. Um, we've gotten on well for however many years outside of one. I mean, you can only look at it. That egregious call from last year's Saints and Rams game is the only reason this rule was put into place. So we're making a rule up for a one-time thing that happened, and I don't know if that's the way that it should be. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a one-time thing, Sean. I think that that was just the tip of the iceberg. It might. That have was the. Uh, that you know that was that was that was just the very that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I just I'm worried if they find out if like you mentioned they have this rule set for one year right now how it's written and they can adjust it after that I think this is going to need to take some tweaking and finding that sweet spot on 
when and where this would be acceptable to review. I don't think every play being open to pass interference review is good for the NFL. Yeah, see that. I, yeah, it'll be tweaked. But uh, once again, I just think if you're gonna make those types of calls, I mean, I honestly, I would rather them. I mean, I guess it doesn't really make sense in the NFL because they're bombing them, and you know, if you could just interfere with somebody every time if they're about to catch a deep ball, uh, so they can only get 15 yards. You know, uh, that's that's why it is the way the, it is in the NFL is, you know, it's a spot foul because they would just interfere all the time with deep ball throws. All right. It's either he's going to catch it or we can give him 15 yards. So either way, yeah. I think I think that it'll be interesting to see. I think, what is it, each, each coach gets up to two I per think, game and I think everything is, yeah, each coach gets up to two per game and everything else is two minutes and under is from the booth only. Yep, that still applies to this. So – Going into this season, there are five teams with quarterback changes. Um, the Cardinals are now going with Kyler Murray. The Broncos are going to start the season with Joe Flacco. The Redskins are going to start the season with Case Keenum, reportedly. Um, the Dolphins are going to start with Josh Rosen. Jaguars with Nick Foles. Who do you see out of that group being the most impactful for their team coming in and stepping into a new job? Uh, the, the, the one who I actually think is going to be what I would say most impactful, and it may not be because the stats are the gaudiest or, uh, you know, that they win. I think they'll win more games, but I think it's because of the comparison of what is in there now and what was there. But with Nick Foles going down to Jacksonville and taking Blake Bortles' spot, and Blake Bortles has just not been able to lead that team whatsoever over the last, I think, what, five years? Um. The Jaguars have had a good defense for years. I mean, they made it all the way to the AFC Championship game. Uh, they still have a lot of those pieces. I mean, they can. I feel like they have a lot of weapons too. Uh, I think Nick Foles has shown time and time again, no matter where he steps into, he can be successful. He can make some plays. I'm not saying he's going to be the gaudiest or they're even going to win, you know, 11 games. But I think that if you when you put Nick Foles in the field for the Jaguars and you look at what you compare him to what Blake Bortles was, you'll see that he makes a much bigger impact than Blake Bortles will or did. Yeah, no, I agree with you on this one. I think that just because of the rest of the team around him, Nick Foles is stepping into a better situation than Kyler Murray with the Cardinals or Josh Rosen with the Dolphins or Flacco with the Broncos and then just run with the group Keenum with the Redskins. Foles steps into the best situation, I think, with the running backs around him, with the defense that Jacksonville has on the other side. And I think that he's just going to be the most, like we asked the question, impactful. Um, hopefully, I think Jacksonville can make the playoffs this year, but we're going to get into that a lot more when we get into our NFL preview. Um, next question for you. Odell Beckham was traded to the Browns. Antonio Brown was traded to the Raiders. Who has the biggest season and why? I think, oh, yeah. I would say one. that, yeah. I would say that um, Odell Beckham has a bit better season. Uh, I think that w- with the other people who are out in Oakland, uh, I, I mean, I don't think Derek Carr is a very good quarterback, but uh, I don't know. I feel like Antonio Brown might take a little bit more time to mesh into that. Uh, I feel like he, he has to get into the offensive flow and work his way through that stuff. Baker's just going to be giving Odell what he wants, I feel. Um, you know, he'll be throwing him to the end zone. He'll be getting up there. Uh, I, I think that Odell has a better season than Antonio Brown. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't separate the two by very much. Yeah, no, and 
based off that, I'm going to go with Antonio Brown with the bigger year, and that's just because he doesn't have Jarvis Landry in the same offense as him like Odell does just to take some carries or some looks away from him or some catches, I mean. Um, so that's why I'm going to go with Antonio Brown. Um, next question, just a real quick yes or no answer. Were you surprised that Tyreek Hill was not suspended? Yes, actually. We're not going to get into any of the politics of this. No, right? the the only reason why the only reason why I'm surprised is because I remember like what happened, what happened with like Adrian Peterson, and yeah. obviously yeah. it's not the same thing, but uh, you know, they suspended him. <laughs> exactly. Nope, and that's exactly what I was. Yeah. Um, next question: Are you worried about Todd Gurley with the arthritis tag that's been thrown around with him lately? Well, I mean, he still is a young guy, but you got to think they were in the middle of a playoff run last year, and he didn't play. Uh, they had what? Yeah, C.J. Anderson, big big boy, yep. um, stumble bumble. You know what's Rumble. going on exactly. That's who was playing uh, instead of Todd Gurley. So um, I would I would be a bit worried. I mean, if he can't make it to twenty games in a season, he ain't going to be no good to you when, when you've got an offense like the Rams who, who are going to need him as a three-down backer. They don't really necessarily need him, but it would be much better if he was. Yeah, no, I'm definitely worried about Todd Gurley just because of the contract he was given, how he seemingly disappeared the last two playoff games. And as of right now, you know I have him in a league that we are together in right now for fantasy. And I don't know if he's my keeper. I'm seriously starting to think about it because – Based off what happened in the playoffs, he's not going to be the clear-cut number one back for the Rams. Which is crazy to say. Yeah, no. Um, Melvin Gordon's planning to hold out for the Chargers. Um, do you think they're going to pay him, trade him, or he's going to pull a Le'Veon Bell and sit out here? <laughs> well, I seriously doubt that he pulls a Le'Veon Bell. Um, I'm not saying that. I think everybody might have learned their lesson from that one. Yeah. Uh I hope Le'Veon did too. But anyways, uh, I don't know why they wouldn't pay the man. Melvin Gordon's top five running back in the NFL, hands down. I don't know if anybody would leave him off their list. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere he's had the second second most touches at four running backs behind Le'Veon Bell uh, since 2014. And I mean, I don't think that even included last season. Yeah, um, I've got it right here in front of me. He's 26 years old and has the second most touches in the league since 2015. Exactly. So, um, I mean, now he's off a deal. Now he's he's looking for more money. I understand why he's holding out. Uh, I think that the Chargers got to pay him. He's somebody who I feel like I – that's somebody that if I'm the Chargers, I want to keep in my jersey until he retires. Yeah, no, I don't know why you wouldn't pay him if you're the Chargers. I mean, they've been kind of weird with contract extensions they've given out in the past, but with – Melvin Gordon, you're getting a running back who, like we just said, is 26 years old, is basically in his prime right now. So I don't know why you wouldn't pay him. Um, and the last question for you today, Jake, is the Raiders are going to be on hard knocks. How much? Uh, how many times does John Gruden say turkey hole on hard knocks? <laughs> <laughs> under over three. Um, you said under over 30? Three. Oh, more than three. Is, More than three? Isn't, isn't there five episodes? Uh, I think there's six. Honestly. Okay, yeah, because it's usually one right when it's all started, and then one for each preseason week, and then right one as it all like wraps up. I, I think I think it's either five or six, but I think it's five. Yeah, I, 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 
to be honest with you, after after seeing their filming of like the the the, the fat guy in Cleveland last year when they just his belly would just go. <laughs> <laughs> I would not I would not even doubt if there was like a 20 second montage of him going like turkey hole turkey hole turkey hole and they would just like throw just throw a whole bunch of passes and then he just says it just make a montage out of it so I'll go over three for sure oh. but alright one last question based on the Raiders hard knocks um, Antonio Brown is going to be on the same team with Vontez Burfitt who basically tried to kill him in that playoff game a yeah. couple of years ago. Do you think they're going to show anything about that conversation? Probably not. Cause I would I hope not. I don't know if that will be a conversation. I would hope it's not. I think it'll just be two guys in the NFL knowing that they have jobs to do. <clears throat> and, but, they're, and they're on the opposite sides of the ball. Um, I but mean, they don't really hit, they don't really hit or anything in practice like that. Um, you know, they'd be running other people against them or whatever, but, I doubt that they, they talk very much that they get along. But it is Antonio Brown, and as we have learned the past couple of months, he's not afraid to say whatever he wants. Yeah, I mean, you see that video of him catching that brick? That was I – don't, I don't really know the purpose of it, but it, it was impressive. purpose yes. of it? I can tell you what the purpose is. The finger strength, hand-eye coordination, uh, timings. Like, come on. Well, I wasn't in football mind. I was just watching a guy throw a brick in the air and catch it. I was like, this is impressive, but, you know, hmm. No, but either way, I don't think you're talking about – no, the thing I'm talking about is he's holding on to a brick and he's, he, he tosses it and goes behind his back and claps his trainer's hand with each hand. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> that, that's all the questions you got for me? That is all I got for you today. Well, folks, I guess you heard it here first. That is all we have for you today. <laughs> Um, as always, like, share, subscribe, heart us, like us, love us. We love you. Uh, we can be like Barney and sing Kumbaya. Um, Kumbaya. Uh, uh, we can all uh, head off into the Apple podcast land and enjoy our day. But either way, thanks for listening to episode number 57 of Just Saying Sports with Jake and Sean. My name is Jake Adnip. I'm Sean DeWire. We will see all of you lovely people next week. <laughs>